Okay. Crafting and exploiting opportunity. What? 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 Were we supposed to be reading these? Oh, there's crayons. There's what? crayons in mine. There's crayons. There's in crayon this marks yeah. in mine. So, I, I have no idea. What's oh going shit! On. We're on a show. Oh, okay. I, thought, this <laughs> oh, I thought, just, uh, thought we were training in war fighting. No. Chilling, chilling hour. Yeah, this is some serious training. <laughs> Very serious. Very serious. serious. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Thursday and it's seven fifty. Teenish, whatever. Close enough. Yeah, yeah pretty close. TFP so, time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? enough, yeah. I was literally shoving cookies in their mind. Um, so we well, go on. Yeah, we, you pulled that thread. Yeah, you pulled that thread. <laughs> like <laughs> I was shoving cookies into my face, and Ty's like, "I'm gonna go live," and I'm over here like, "No." So, <laughs> that's how we started. In case you guys were wondering, it's just a normal, just a regular normal day. day at the firing pin. Yep. Okay. What, so uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. But Good. I would like to entice everyone. I have a little bag of goodies here, okay? That's not and an API bag. What's that? It's okay. It's not an API bag. Is but it? you could win not everything in this bag because that's too much. But there is an amount of something in there. Can Goodness. We, can we? What's? You ever seen one of these? You ever seen one of those? Oh, I've We've seen got, a couple of them. We got little. At least two. We got two. little dudes. We got little. Right. Uh, there's an amount. Of little little guys in here, Pat. Why don't you keep that a little? I mean, that's oh, I know that number. Some heft. I know the. Exact, I want to hold just by. So <laughs> I think you're gonna guess how many of these I can swallow. Drop, well, I mean, that maybe for next stream. Okay. <laughs> Between now and next stream, I'll you can swallow as many as you want. Yeah, the once. Whole week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drop in the comments how many you think are in this dump pouch. Don't call. Someone's calling. Yeah, somebody's call. calling us. <laughs> but drop in the comments how many you think. Um, and you could win a prize. And it's going to be a mystery prize. Maybe it's something up on this table. Maybe it's the whole bag of ammo. I don't know. I'm, All right. I haven't had any beer yet. I don't know. Sure. Let's see. What are we doing here? Should we introduce ourselves and the, the sponsors and whatnot? Well, yeah, we got to talk about uh, business. But, yes, definitely. Oh. Ooh, Patrick. So here. Oh, Here. Man. You have mine. I'll go grab myself one. Okay, thanks, Ty. I appreciate it. Oh. Oh, okay. Somebody miscounted on the beers. Anyway, that's Ty going to grab himself a beer. I'm Pat. This is Brandon. Ty. You guys know he's in charge. I've got the light so you don't lose me. Yeah, very good. Is that distracting? Here, I'll go to just... Not for me, study. but I'm looking over this Then, they, then it's not flashing. We got our man Josiah back there producing the show for us. Thank that. you, Josiah. Looking good as always. And we have some sponsors to talk about. Smart move. So, yeah. He brought the whole thing up here. He's see he doesn't want to have to walk back and forth a bunch. That's a Ty. That's a professional Pro, right there. I'm Tyler. Pro gamer. That's move. Ty. All right. So, uh business. We got to talk about our sponsors, right? We have Beyond Driven uh, Fitness and Performance in Leroy, New York. Myself and Ty have been you're spilling water all over me. <laughs> we uh, have been going there a couple times a week at this point uh, for, what, three or four weeks now? I think it's our fourth week. Yeah. Can tell. So, can tell. Yeah. yeah, Ty's looking good, right? Yeah, and, my, my uh, lady said I was looking a little more muscular. It felt good. That's, <laughs> yeah, nice. that's what it's all about, man. That's nice. why we do it, right? So I can look good. makes me sexy. Yes. Exactly. You were chanting that. I was dying on one of like the bikes or something. You're like, PT makes me sexy. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I got it, I got it. And I'm like... Come on, dying Ty, you got like, like... Dad embarrassment stuff, or just, like, dying, dying? Because he's to, working yeah, yeah. out of me. Just trying to keep him, like, going. 
going. <laughs> he just he. Fun. I know. I like. I know how I look, and I could just see you look at me, and you're like. Come on, bro. <laughs> so, like, you got a chant at get me. It, get it to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Arms Preservation, Inc. On that, I love that metal sign behind us. It's uh, super cool. It's very yeah. snazzy. Um, and it looks great with the new lighting and stuff. So, um, Arms Preservation, Inc., for all of your storage needs of firearms, ammunition, mm-hmm. really any valuables, mm-hmm. I suppose. it's mm-hmm. They're patented. Just anything you care about. Yeah, you know? anything that's, like, valuable or has yeah. sentimental value, whatever. They're... Uh, Potentially patented or patent pending or like proprietary, definitely mm-hmm. proprietary mm-hmm. VCI uh, vapor corrosion inhibitor technology uh, just makes that bag super convenient to use for all of your uh, firearms needs. Just wipe it off. Mm-hmm. Mitch loves the term uh, micro environment. <laughs> so we want to keep the moisture right out of our micro environment. So yeah. before we do any of our storage, we want to make sure that we're moisture free and all that good stuff. And you can store whatever you got. Right. Firearms, optics, ammunition. Pretty much whatever. keep it from rusting, uh, guaranteed. And it lasts, what, like five years? That's what like they claim it lasts. They say it's, five, but it's you last know, way yeah, that's what that. the lawyers like say, right? It's made so. for long term. Yeah. And for we sure. still, they keep saying that we're going to do it. We need to make that long term test uh, happen. We gotta, we gotta I really just want to sit here. We talked. Yeah, I, I talked with Mitch. So. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Once I get my new little uh, action camera, I'm gonna make some content with that. Ooh, so look at you. I think look we should you. just do an experiment where we just open and close that Velcro. About they have machines for that. To- I'm sure, right? They probably have Get machines sure. that just Make Brian do it. Yeah, Cam. Minimum wage. Yeah, Cam. All right. Cam's All right. the new Brian for sure. All right. <laughs> Cam's the new. Oh man. Brian's been promoted. Thank you again to our yeah. amazing sponsors. Go check them out. We love you guys. Uh, Thank you. you. Yeah, really though, like they truly are uh, the light of our of our lives. Speaking of light, speaking, we'll of give light. them one more. Like they deserve a sponsorship. Shout them out, Lumos, um, House Media. Lumos expectos. If you never did that again, I'd probably be okay. <laughs> um, Lumos House Media. Uh, Nick uh, came in last night and with Phil Casper. So Phil Casper, uh, photography. Sorry, I had to think about it. Phil Casper Photography and Lumos House Media came out and hooked us up with all of these great lights. Mm-hmm. That's why we look cool, better than ever. At least forty percent, and do we? and sound better than ever. Do we? Has the did, did my uh, phone help at all? Or are we still like Mussolini over here? Okay, that's <laughs> so hard. I'm very. It's better. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, sound is going to be little, better for little, sure. Little deadened. Maybe yeah. maybe two or three is a little more. Boom. Yeah, I don't think you can say that. It, less alive. A little less alive. There we go. There we go. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about tonight, Pat. You brought some goodies. We got a bunch of goodies up here. Yep. Um, you can't really tell, like, the viewer, but the garage is super clean. There's not a lot of crap everywhere at all. There's not, like, pallets stacked up right next to Josiah over there, like, literally about to collapse on him, full of stuff. But, oh, yeah, we got we got, we got, got stuff. I love it. Oh, I you love want to talk about those hats? My the hats? hats? Yeah. The, <laughs> the coolest hat. I, I know what you meant. Oh, okay. These took forever to come in. I designed a few hats. You know, working with the new company is kind of scary. So just going out on a limb and making stuff, having it shipped in, you don't know how that's going to work. We used to use a local company, Gorilla Tea in Rochester. We're still going to use them because they have different prints and different styles that we can use. But I tried a new company for new hats and we're on this camera. That's a cool one. Um, like this that. is the Hawaiian one. This is actually like my new favorite. I'm not even wearing it. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, um, I was wearing it earlier. I switched it out. Um, this is like my new favorite. So 
Cool Hawaiian. There's actually only two of these left. They went by quick. I ordered 12 of each hat, and there's two left. And they came in Monday. It's called drift. The, pretty drippy. I think, right? Fa- faucet I mean, failure. I, I bought two of the Hawaiians as soon as they came in. Got another <laughs> camo. Another yeah, darker camo. camo. Like, no matter yeah. what environment we you all go have to, just camos. Yeah, like no matter what oh, environment you go to. I might have to that's a cool one, right, Pat? Yeah. Is that like an alpine kind of, or like a multi? Is it just multi? It looks game? like just woodland to me. It's kind of hard to see in these lights. Like quite M eighty one. It's a look because this is like mm-hmm. here's another camo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like this one, but there's another one. Yeah, I do. Is that like multi cam tropical? I don't know. I can't, it's called this, Viper. They call it Viper, but there's two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's, it's patented and yeah. I can see you wearing a Hawaiian though. Yeah, I mean that kind of got a little bit um, cliche when the whole boog boy thing was going on. Okay. I mean, I think it's cool. Okay. But... April would probably dig it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and I would definitely get it, but... I'm just going to read more fighting by the U.S. <laughs> Marine Corps. So, so yeah, yeah, speaking of the uh, books, um, we... what's up with the books, B? So, Tell man, us about the books. If, if... Brandon if has made... a credit card. Okay, yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah. If you made a store, or, like, if you made a list of all the stores... That like guys think are cool, no matter if they're like, oh. like you write, you write a, oh you, uh, <laughs> uh, you have a guy write a list when he's twelve years old yeah, yeah, of like his what, what what kind of stores are cool to you, right? And yeah. you have him write one when he's like fifty, and you have him write when he's like eighty. I think there's a lot of overlap. Uh, gun stores, mm-hmm. top of that list, right? right? Hardware store, yep. maybe, right? That's a good one. Uh, military surplus store, always been a fan. Super cool, always right? been a fan. Yep. Genesee County. Have we ever, I mean, I've lived there for 30 years. Uh-huh. I can't think of a store that had military surplus gear. In Genesee County. That I can think of. And, like, there used to be a place, a lot of our long time, uh, our, our viewers who have been on the earth for a while might remember a place called Tent City in Rochester. Uh, that closed up in the 90s, early 90s, I want to say. Right. Uh, there was a place called Iron Mike's out in Canandaigua. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like the last uh, place we had. Uh, he's gone. He's gone now. There's a few places in Buffalo. Uh, one that someone had thrown out in Discord. That place is gone. I looked them up. Permanently closed now. So it's hard. I don't. I, I, it's hard to have just an army surplus store. I think that's a hard market to just be that, right? But as part of a gun shop, yes, I think it, it makes works. sense. Right? Yeah, it, it just makes so sense. I bought a bunch of. Uh, Genuine army surplus stuff. None of this is from Rothko, Chinese, like, new production. This is, like, genuine. It's uh, pre-broken in. You know, one of the worst parts about buying a new kit is it's so stiff, and it's so, like, you got to take forever to, like, break it in, right? Well, this and stuff, you look like look a... How, yeah, exactly. You look like... Like, if you've never day, trained in your gear, right? and it's all clean... Yeah. And you know, I, now you just look cool on Instagram. This stuff, right, yeah, like, instantly, you're cool. This stuff is, like, pre-worn. It's nice and, nice and pliable. You nice can pay for uh, coolness. And... I think the the best part is, right, in my opinion, this stuff, like, if you look these things up, like, this is, this is, like, USMC, made by Proper, yeah, like, oh, it's got a QR code on it, you should scan that. Oh, that snap. Uh, see, see, just see, pull see you up to the, but, uh, the store. But, this kind of, like, if you were to buy an admin pouch like that, what would you spend? Uh, dude, you'd be surprised what those pouches go for, because it's probably, 30, that's, that's probably 40 bucks. 30, 40 bucks? That's probably four, 40 five, bucks. Five bucks. Right. Five bucks here. That's gonna be our goal. I don't know. Disappointing. Oh, so that's the like the thing I told you about. That's what's well. Oh, you know why though? <laughs> it's probably because the war's over. 
Well, said the campaign's over. The war's over. The campaign has been archived. Sorry. No, uh, it's because it's Molly gear. I think they're probably gonna, ah, they're probably sure. phased out all their Molly gear. You time. are, but like some some guy in the field is like, What's hoping this? to get like tech support on this or whatever. And it's like, ah, uh, but that is my goal. I'm sure we will get things that are more expensive than five dollars. Uh, maybe things that are less expensive. There's pouches in uh, one of these that are pretty roached. Uh, those might go for like two bucks. Oh, here. Pat, why don't you start pulling out... Uh... What I, oh, yeah, go ahead. What I really some... loved is that my canteen actually still had water in it. There you go. It was, it was like free, free water. It like, like glowed in the dark. How much does this bottle of water cost? Right? I got free water. Think about it. Yeah, Think about it, yeah. totally worth it. So, this is the pouch that comes with an acorn. If we got for the, <laughs> does the it really? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, this is a double, double single Ooh, mag pouch. Frag pouch. Frag pouch. Great. Pretty cool for my frag grenades. What are what are these for, Pat? We uh we got these and we don't understand. It's padded, so it feels like it's some kind of optic. It has little like battery pouches. It's likely for a thermal weapon site. Oh, that's cool. There's, There's several of those. Five like bucks. In, and five TBS bucks, 31 or something. Five bucks. Do, do you know what else you can buy with $5? Five cans of Arizona. Oof. Can you? Yeah. Source? Uh, can you cite a source? ANG. Re oh, really? ANG. Where's that? Uh, oh. Right next door. Right? Yeah, right up the road. Buffalo Road. Like, yeah. a lo like you're telling me that locally there's a mom and pop one location grocery store? Not a chain. Yeah. Like one spot. Yeah. That's cool. At least that I know of. Yeah, that's it. I, I do love cool. A&G. Oh, yeah. A&G's great. The other, other day with their April, and I was like, yo, it's yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. And, like, they're, they're like, pre-made, you know, you want, like, some uh, macaroni Ooh. salad or whatever yeah. for dinner. Oh, their stuff is great. so good. Great. Very there. good stuff. This is my favorite. That was actually my mom's first job. Right here. Grenade pouch. It's a 40 mil grenade pouch. We've got, that's a... Uh, for an Ember. Radio pouch. Yes, it is. Yep. This is for a frag Fresh, grenade. Yeah, frag M67. Well, yeah, you would know. Sorry. Uh, another double single. Yeah, I think this is a hydration. That is a carrier, hydration. Right? Yeah. And I mean, these are yeah, dumps for a bladder. We got the ammo in this dump pouch, right? Uh, five bucks or less. That's, this is like gonna half be of our, a rifleman's kit right here. I think somewhere in that bin is a grenadier's kit. Nice. Which uh, also has like, you get like six grenade pouches. You get yeah, like yeah, all yeah. this kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, the firing pin. I don't know how we're going to display it all 100% yet. Um... We might just put it out in big bins like it is, and like the cheap movie bin at the store, you know? You just kind of dig through and pull out what you want. Um, but I would like to increase our military surplus assortment. I think it's a, you know, the little kid in me is, you know, they, they, I want to buy it all, right? I love everything whenever right. I see the military surplus stuff. Absolutely. Uh, and I think it's just, uh, again, an underserved market in our area we don't, we don't really have a store that services that kind of stuff anymore i also got the guys are picking on me i <laughs> i won a pallet of these books it's war fighting by the u.s marine corps um and it's not exactly like how to do a war or like how to fight um, war step one well point weapons <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's definitely like a strategic level book. It's, it's, not like it's a, an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting piece of military it's not history. Like a tactical it's a level fun, book. Uh, it's a fun little thing. We're probably gonna sell them for like a, two dollars a piece it's in the store. It's definitely right? interesting. My favorite military, part is look at yeah. the inside the front the jacket first. there, Ty. Look at the very first page. That's the most important part to me. Has been edited to ensure gender neutrality. See, that's to me <laughs> very important. Dark. I want to so make sure it's new. That's actually kind of cool, in my opinion. That is what's kind of cool. And like on the boxes, we'll post a picture. 
Like, these were sent to, like, Marine Corps Base Camp Pendleton or whatever. Like, right. There's, like, you know, these were legit. They're not, like, reprints or whatever. You go on Amazon, these are, like, 8 bucks, right. seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So, we're selling for 2 bucks, and, uh, I don't know, I was thinking about putting them up on our website, actually, for free. You just pay the shipping. Like, mm-hmm. pay me, like, 4 bucks for shipping or whatever it's going to be at the post office, like, for me to drive over there. Right. And we'll throw these in the mail for you, so. Love it. Uh, don't be surprised if when you buy a gun from us over the next uh, five years, how, how long it takes, just end up with a we might random. have uh, like uh, four thousand copies of this book. You have so, kids, like, hey, yeah. take two. Yeah, for real, like that palette, that's all that book. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, I like Ty said, capitalism. I, I get a credit card, and then I do things like this, and then they get this credit card away from me. They go, yeah. bad bread, fuck. They, they say, no. I get no, it, I'm man. just kidding. Um, what else we got? Do we have any comments? Do we have any oh, people saying hi? Concerns. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> a lot sure. of people are My dad's saying, what piping. I'll drink to that. Social. What, social. Uh, has anybody dropped a guesses to how much ammo's mm-hmm. in here? Don't yeah, yeah. And I, I, I would like to clarify, you're not going to win all the ammo, but you're going to win something. You you did say... It could yeah, be you did say something. Yeah. You'll win something. That is to be sure. Uh, there is a sponsor question, which was cool. Let's do it. Um, a question from a sponsor? No, a question about our sponsor. Okay. Uh, Mike Mike R, because now that we're on Spotify, I don't want to be like blasting your name out forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Pat, can you read that question? Sure. <coughs> That's an excellent question. I would say... I, oh, I I'm sorry. I should have read it out loud. I was uh, like, did he say it? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I was just... I, just read it. I didn't say <laughs> it. You read that sorry. Marine Corps book for too long? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like... Tell right. exactly what you... You told him to read the question. He read the question. So with the, no, he did specify out loud, too. That's dumb. So... Everybody take a second to laugh at me, and now we'll read the question. Arm preservation ammo can liners. Should we do loose ammo, or should we keep them in their boxes? Um... I am not comfortable answering that question. Like, I'm going to take a stab at it and say I would go loose. Mm-hmm. And That's the reason what I, I would do. go loose is because cardboard, I feel like, is going to retain more moisture than what I would want to put Absolutely. into the... Absolutely. Right? I, I recommend that to people in general. Like, the worst way to store it is in the original box right. if it comes in cardboard. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst way to store it. That's when, when you bring us ammo... You know, oh, Uncle So and So bought this thirty years ago, stockpiling it away. Like, but it's, it's ruined that now styrofoam, because it's yeah, all like it's, it's yeah. all corrupted moisture. So yeah, we don't want to answer for API. Like they might. Yeah, have I mean, if answer, you guys are watching, but I'm maybe willing to bet that it would be. There, yeah, if, if those are the choices, out of the ammo, it's not going to hurt it being in the cardboard. Right. But it's definitely not better to yeah, be yeah. in the cardboard. No, that's a fact. Also, Mike, hi. I saw I saw Mike. I love Mike. He's awesome. Mike's a good guy. Yeah, great dude. Uh, keep talking. Keep keep going. Okay, you don't have any well, more stuff for was... not right now. I gotta. I'm trying to message Josiah real quick. He's okay. right there. No worries. Um, so Brando, you got some like... fancy stuff going on in your head. You have a lot of cranium accessories. You have like <laughs> this is getting actually very heavy. I'm gonna take this off. Thank you uh, for bringing that up. Uh, so yeah, no big deal. TFP is now um, authorized EOTech dealers. Oh, that's not a big deal. Not really, you okay. know, but uh, no, it, it, it kind of is a big deal. We uh, worked with our good friend, Bill Stepinski, and yeah, we are authorized dealers, so we can get anything um, right from EOTech, so mm-hmm. there's no concern, obviously, of legitimacy, not that there ever is with us, but sometimes, you know, you go on Facebook, you go to some groups and stuff, and 
you know, you never know. There's, there's so many optics groups where guys know. are scamming. It sucks. It, yeah, it really does. Uh, and and if especially something like this, like I've never owned a PDS 14 before, so like, right. how do I know what's real and what's fake and what's good and what's not? Right, right. Uh, with EOTech, obviously, you know, you're buying the best of the the very best. And yeah, this is we have a PDS 14. They call this their mono. Uh, they have a dual, right? Dual, dual, uh, dual Tubes, tube yeah. version, right? But this is uh, what the, the military calls the, uh, let's see if we can get it on the screen there, the PBS 14. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure what map is, but I want to say MSRP is 5500 on yeah. these. So they're definitely not cheap, but we will be having some demo days coming up here soon. Is this one white phosphorus? It is, yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, amazing, amazing specs. I think one of the coolest things is, I actually cannot show this to you, uh, so you may be familiar with something called ITAR. I don't remember what that stands for. I don't International know, Trade. Treaty and Arms Restrictions arms or something restrictions like that. Right? Basically, uh, stuff that's like cool, right, in the U.S. Guns, uh, certain uh, optics, anything that's like anything cool. Anything infrared or whatever. Yeah, night military vision, stuff. Night vision stuff in general um, is pretty... Certain, maybe even cameras and stuff, though. Certain, like, Some, certain electronics. Even PlayStation. Like, you really? Yeah. yeah. There, I think you can't, like, ship them internationally or something like there that. There's rules on that. a different version or something yeah, like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, certain things are ITAR-controlled, uh, and one of them, of course, being night vision. The U.S. wants certain things to stay in the country, and, right. like, if it's going to... They know it's going to get out, but at least they want to somewhat control it, right? right. Uh, at least for the, the trade of commerce. So the item itself is ITAR-controlled, but so is this data sheet. So when you make a night vision device, you test it, right? And there are certain uh, specifications here, like uh, FOM, F-O-M, and uh, signal-to-noise ratio. There's I can't give you the, the data points on these. What are you doing? Uh, zones, uh, as far as spots, like is there a spot over here, spot over there? There's certain allowable tolerances, right, uh, when they make these things. And that data is actually ITAR controlled as well. Like, we can't post it. You'll see guys sometimes post stuff, and it'll be heavily redacted, and they'll be like, you know, here's the data sheet, especially if you're trying to sell something, like, because it's serialized. Like, this unit puts out these specs. Right. And I can't, like, necessarily show you those specs, but, you know, if I know the guys in the U.S., I can maybe tell them, like, yeah, FOM is this, you know, these you know, these numbers fall here. Um, that is a huge world that we are still learning. There's a lot to learn about it. Obviously, just from the technical standpoint of again, like the specifications and the you know white phosphorus versus different options and, right, and whatever, right. uh, and then there's the user end of it, which obviously you're more familiar with. Um, uh, that my information is way out of date, though. Like I was thinking the other day about how long it's been since I was actually like in the military. Yeah, dude, I got out in 2014. Like I I left. Sure. The what was it? The guard was the last. Yeah. Last thing that I was doing. So. And, and there's a lot. I mean, even uh, guys that do this every day. It's a whole topic in and of itself. Like with anything, you can go down the rabbit hole. And, and Ty and I have uh, griped about this. You know, you you buy the EOTech. You get this awesome case, right? You get some stuff with it. You get a little, uh, like a J-arm, basically, with it. Uh, but you still need a helmet, basically, right? Or you're going to get, like, the skull, oh, skull crusher. crusher. Like, metal, yeah, that thing I don't like those. I mean, they're cool because you can throw them in your pocket. But... I don't know. I, I don't enjoy them, right? No. Uh, the helmet I like for two reasons. One, it's just a better mounting interface. It holds onto your head better, I think. And then two, I don't have a lot of time with this, so I'm kind of clumsy 
with it when you're wearing it you lose some depth perception and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so especially you go out in the woods you're gonna whack yourself on stuff so I like having a bump helmet to protect my dumb head well also like with the the helmet too you get the added advantage of like you have a vampire light sure. here so if right. I want to turn on some IR light well, right. I, so I can get a little bit more sure right well, so like you have the ability sh- you, know, you have your strobe thing strobe on here right? yeah you have your ear pro connected right onto right. there and this, so I love these strobes plus more batteries right? this, uh, yeah or, I have like a little all sorts of goodies in here. Right. Um, the strobe, I think, is neat. Obviously, it's in visible mode now, so you can see like how we can see it. But you can switch it over in here. You switch it over, and then it's infrared. So now only your guys that are wearing night vision are seeing you, you know, blinking out in the field there. Um, but yeah, so you know, you get your night vision, you get your helmet, then you need like your Wilcox or your other mount to actually put it down, you know, like where it's got to be. So there's so much that goes into. You know, it's so much more than just the optic. It is a lot. Um, EOTech does have uh, a financing company, believe it or not, that they work with that writes these. Why do you say things like this? (laughs) You can very soon come down and we could look at, uh, yeah. We could see what it's going to take to get you into one of these bad boys. We've talked too, just because, I don't know, I feel like the people that buy these, um, I, I like the idea of people having these. I think it's really cool. Uh, it's a superpower. We will, we will do. Yeah, it is. It's literally, it's one of the only superpowers. It's kind of the only one that I know of that you can easily buy, uh, relatively cheaply, right? Um, I'd like to do like a long-term layaway type of thing where, you know, normally our layaway is what sixty days, ninety days. You know, maybe we'll do like six-month layaways or year-long layaways. And yeah, you come in, you put down whatever you got to put down per month. You know, and uh, once. A majority of it, obviously, Once is you paid a off. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, hit yeah. a certain threshold, then it'll be yours. And, you know, obviously, we have bigger and badder toys to Don't come get you. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're going to do some training events with them. We're going to try to build up our stock of them so we could maybe do some rentals even. Just, like, come out and bring all your own stuff and pay 100 bucks, and you can lap around out back with Pat, you know. Do you we're going to have it, some fun Do you have it. a rifle mount for this yet? I don't, but I think what'll be fun is they have thermals. Yeah. So they also have, EOTech makes thermal optics, and those are all clip, like clip onto the gun. Yeah. So that'd be fun. Um, but no, we could get we could get them out, obviously, oh, yeah. for this. That'd be fun. Yeah, no, those those are that super cool. I'd probably be more comfortable, like, letting someone play around with that, too. If it was mine like, on a gun. Yeah. yeah no, that's yeah, kind yeah. of what I was thinking. This, I mean, obviously, you can go on a woods walk or whatever with it, or, you know, look at the stars. Like, it's fun. It would also be kind of fun that anybody that buys one of those, we take them on a underground... That'd be fun. Training walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That'd be yeah. a great spot. We'll get you adjusted to darkness, mm-hmm. nothing but IR. Right, because that's a whole other ball game. Like, you go outside now, I think it's a, is it a waning or a waxing gibbous? I can't remember. But, like, there's the moon is in a certain phase right now, right, where the moon's out. There is a phase like, of the moon, is, yes. Right, it's not, uh, there's, yeah. there, it's not like a new moon where there's, there's not one. Yeah, I didn't check uh, the alum on my way in. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, in one of the night vision groups, a guy makes, you know, those, like, calendars that are small, and you see, like, all the, the whole year in, like, a little sticker format. Right. There's a guy that makes that for, like, the phases of the moon, so you can track, like, ah, like, we're not going to go LARP this weekend because it's a full moon, so that's right. dumb. Like, everyone has night vision everyone this weekend. Will be like, see, we're going to go see, yeah. here where it's completely dark. Like, But, yeah, uh, I'll neither confirm nor deny, but Tyler and I have gone down certain places where you use these and there is no natural light to magnify, which is what that does. So you have to use IR oh, yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a so whole scary. Other, so fun. Yeah, like it's, it's no a, white light, bro. That was such a fun time. Yeah. No, no white light at all. That's very fun. And that's going away. So we have to try to get down there as much as we can. Like, well, yeah. we still can. it's been a while. Uh, Too long. yeah. So 
EOTech dealers so we can get their holographic weapon sights, we can get their scopes like the Voodoo and any of their other amazing products, their magnifiers. Um, we're really working to, to uh, become a showcase for those products because, you know, I mean, obviously uh, we're, uh, we sell O-Lights, right? We sell Surefire. We sell uh, Hollow Sun. We're going to sell EOTech. We're going to sell everywhere. You know, there's a market for it. Um, it's, it's not for, for everybody. I mean, they're, right. not, they're not cheap. Um, but there's obviously, there's, there's people that buy $20,000 guns that ship them here. So, you right. know, um, I had a guy in here asking me about, uh, thermal capabilities and night vision stuff the other mm -hmm. day. And I got the sense from talking to him that he wanted to go into like somewhere on the lower end of the price spectrum to get his, you know, he was looking more on like the ATN side of things sure. or whatever. Sure. And, um, not that there's anything wrong with that if that's kind of where your price point is, but you know. I was kind of trying to push him in a different direction on sure. that, just because, like, sure. I have used some of the ATN stuff, and I found it to be, like, unimpressive. Yeah. That, especially, it's not like those are 500. Those are still, still 1,200, yeah. or, let's say, 1,800, I want to say. Like, anywhere from, like, 8 to 15, I want to say. Yeah. I so, did forget about the Sightmark one, but I haven't, because I haven't really played around. It is such, we really should, we should get one of those in. We have one. Once, once we get a few of these, uh, like the, the night vision or the thermal ones. We have the scope. Okay. We have yeah. the sight mark scope, yeah. Uh, it's such a difference, I guess. And it's, you know, I mean, it is, it, obviously it's, it's money. It's, you get what you pay for. But uh, I don't know. If, you're, if you could save up 1800 to get, like, a thermal ATN or whatever. Just like, triple it. Just wait. Yeah, just keep saving. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. yeah trust me. Uh the way worth it, Tyler. Kind of delves into the next question that we had by our own Alec Thelmley. What? Um, what up, Alec? He asked about whether digital night vision or thermal is better. And all this conversation kind of reminds me of Psionic, mm -hmm. uh, the digital night vision. I didn't get a chance to really... I got to hold them and feel them at SHOT Show because they were there. And I wanted to set up a, an appointment to have them kind of come out and work with the guys to teach us on their product sure. because their their version of that would mm -hmm. I think it's like 13 and it's all digital. Sure. The yeah. only thing I've heard about them is the previous generations there's a slight lag in yeah, the, the digital frame rate is not it's getting there. so yeah as good right cuz the resolution is it's really like, good but the frame rate it's is cool, not cool but it's still a digital camera whereas like an image intensifier tube is basically black magic. Yeah. It's 100%. Basically instant. Right. Right. It's yes. cool. The, the no, because the digital thing, it can't. The digital like night vision, it can't see as fast as your eye mm -hmm. can see. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, it's it's so fascinating. Like, if you think about what they can do with digital like cameras and things like that, but they can't. They're not really good at like edge right. detection and seeing things mm -hmm. in yeah. depth. And like, the cool thing is they do. It's full color. That's right. that's another right. cool thing. But they do work. I think those better will, than nothing. will have their place on a mounted opt. Like, when you mount it on the rifle, if you're not walking with it, right. less of an issue. It could yes. be like kind an observation kind of Right, stationary spot. They'll have their place. And, yeah. I mean, all technology will eventually, you know... But, like, the helmet-mounted ones, I don't see those be as being, like, super yeah. practical right now. Once, like, quantum computers are in, like, your cell phone, then right. it'll be... Well, then we'll have something else... By then, we'll all be hooked like up to the Superman, machine. Superman, like X-ray. Yeah, like, you're right. I just have GPT-4 explain what's in front of me. There you go. 
that, how's that going? Uh, the cool thing, though, is the new... It's not even new technology. It's old now because we can get it. The uh, the computer attachment that fits on the... On the Cody. Yeah. Uh, that outlines everything. Overlays the thermal. That's right. so yeah. cool. Yeah. What do they have cool. now? If, if they're letting us get that. Right. Yeah. That's so they, scary. When that video like leaked that the U.S. military, like you know that was obviously like a planned thing. Like, they wanted that video to come out there. Yeah. What, if that's, pick your number, if that's fifth generation, like you know they're on like eight or nine. If they're right. willing to release that, yeah. then they're s- several steps beyond Yeah, that. no, and that was super, uh, that's super impressive. What I think is neat is our, um, our, our lasers and our night vision. I'm, I'm going to say it incorrectly, uh, mostly out of ignorance, but, you know, when you have night vision, right, uh-huh. you use a, an IR laser or you can passively aim right. through the optic, but a lot of times you use an IR laser to laser target Designate or stuff. whatever, right. right, which is cool unless yes. the bad guy has IR night vision too. as well because right. then he can see everything that you're doing and he can see all your stuff. Sure. So uh, some of the current current stuff, my understanding is they can almost uh, tune it, almost like you tune a radio, right. and it can be encrypted, so to speak, so yeah. that, yeah, if you don't have the right, if you're, if you have the right stuff's not on the right frequency, yeah, whatever, you, yeah, you can't see our laser. It's still in the uh, infrared spectrum, just like how we're on the spectrum somewhere, uh, <laughs> but it's, you just can't see it. It's little slices it kinda, of the spectrum. It kind of makes sense, because, well. like, if, if your night vision is in a certain part of infrared, then you, like, enhanced a different part of the spectrum that your lasers are in. Mm-hmm. Let's just say there's a lot of innovation that's been done locally that, like, so much stuff happens behind the scenes that, obviously, like you said, we have no idea. Uh, And, yeah, some of of that kind of stuff has happened super locally, and I just think that's super neat. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. This is is actually a pretty cool area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. It just sucks, but it's... (laughs) If a guy comes in wearing stuff like this and he shoots next to you, like, you pay attention. Yeah. And, like, you strike up a conversation, you know? You talk and to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just you'd fun. be like, what's up? Yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> all right, um, Ty. What do we got? Uh, yeah, I know we got some interactions from the peeps. We've got lots of interactions. All all of the interactions, actually. Love it. Um, Brett asks a question, and he... Do you want me to read it out ...prefaces it again. Uh, that he doesn't want us to laugh at us. We would never laugh at you. This not, is a safe not in space. a serious way. This is this is, as Brandon said. This is a safe space. We'll fun. laugh at you like you know, like we're we're your buddies. Like we're yeah. gonna rag on you. A not little. to make fun. And we're gonna laugh at what you is, after the stream. What is? But uh, he asked, "Is there a high point?" <laughs> he said, "High point." No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, is there a high point ten millimeter carbine with a seventeen and a half inch barrel and a pistol grip that is New York safe compliant? The answer is no, not technically, because it has a pistol grip and a detachable magazine. But if you put the fin on it so you can't get your thumb around that pistol grip, it is cucked for New York that's and st- totally fine. And that still has a pistol grip, like, technically, right? Because you're not removing the pistol grip. Yeah. It's just that you can And depending on which wrap you get for your grip or who made it or how handy you are or, like, how able you are to customize, you might have one even with a thumb shelf so you could obtain what we would refer to as a false grip, right? Where you could actually put your thumb on the same side of the pistol grip as the rest of the, sh- or the palm of the strong hand, not the rest of the strong hand, but now your fingers will wrap around and your thumb can't go around the back side, but that's okay because your thumb can rest on a shelf on the strong side. Uh, 
downside, obviously, is with the high point carbine, the, the safety would be awkward to uh, manipulate. Got it. There's only one mic for you guys. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. Just like us. This is my my level's not good. Cool. Yeah, I was just watching sorry, it and I'm, like it was low. I mumble sometimes, guys. No, your 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 diction was fine. What? But was that? You said dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So that's the answer. To that sorry, you gotta gotta you gotta you've gotta kind of cuck it for New York State. Yeah, it does kind of suck. Doesn't kind of. It really sucks. I mean, it's horrible. I, I get it. I don't want to play their stupid fucking games either, but it's really like putting a shark fin grip really doesn't isn't that big of an inhibition to your ability to use the gun. It's a big concession to make, and I don't agree with it, and I think it's lame. But do with that what you will. All I know is I feel safer because of the safe act. Correct. Amen. Eric asks, and this is a question we could have an entire stream Two, maybe even three streams oh, on. Lord. Uh, any advice on my first EDC when he's all set to get his pistol permit? Boom. That's Man. a big question. Okay. Who wants to start? Uh, hey. I'll start. And this is something before you can even get your pistol permit. Meds. Learn, learn how to stop the bleed. Learn how to take care of a gunshot wound. Learn how to apply tourniquets, how to pack wounds. All of that stuff. Because that's solid advice. Yes, you're going to be carrying a gun, so you have something that will plug holes into people, and you can get a hole plugged into you. But if you stroll up on a car accident or some kind of freakish workshop accident, and somebody slices an arm or something, you need to know how to fix that. So that is going to be my first set of advice to anybody looking to start off with EDC: is just learn how to stop bleeding. Yeah, I have contemplated Smart. using a tourniquet many more times in my life than I've contemplated using a gun like out and when I'm just out and about. Right? Like I've I've been in situations where I've been like, hmm, does it does that require a tourniquet? No, it doesn't. But the question <laughs> came up. Was he looking for like a gun that Yeah, he wants to know a gun, but he just said EDC he just said EDC. So sure. well, everyday I mean, carry. Sure. I, You're but not when, wrong. when I'm all set, I think that yeah. I think the implication there is that he wants some advice on a pistol. So I love the advice that Ty gave. Uh, as far as advice on a handgun goes, um, I will get into that a tiny bit, and then uh, Brando, whatever you got. But um, first of all, you should come to you should go to a gun store, preferably come to this gun store. Definitely this one. And yeah, obviously, because we're the best. Spend some time getting some different guns in your hands and asking questions, even if you don't actually end up renting the guns and firing them. If you come here, you do have the ability to rent well in excess of 100 handguns mm -hmm. at this point, um, which is awesome because you can try out different guns and you can figure out uh, what sort of sights you're most uh, you know, <coughs> comfortable with or whatever or what's going to fit your use case, right? You can talk to the guys and you can ask some questions. Because uh, they're going to have some questions of their own when they come in and you say, hey, I just got my pistol permit. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Welcome to the club. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, now, like... It's usually literally what we tell people. Yeah. 100%. Congrats. Like, like, congrats. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Like, you're in. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Now, what what are you looking to do with your new handgun? Right? Uh, generally, it's concealed carry. I would say that that's like 70%-ish. Mm -hmm. It's a good of number. the people that come in. Right? Yeah, that's a good number. Um, so... We'll say, all right, based on that, um, you know, you should probably start looking at something in 
Nine millimeter is like a general mm-hmm. guideline as far as a minimum stopping or a minimum stopping. carrying calendar oh. caliber. Are you just using Fudlore? No, I was thinking of something else. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> minimum caliber to carry. But I God did bless. hear something that... <laughs> I did hear something uh, recently that I wanted to bring up, and that's why I got a little distracted on that one. Um, it's better to get a hit with a 380 than to miss with a 45. I'll, Absolutely. People will ask me about 22 for self-defense, and I will always start that conversation off. I don't want to get hit with a 22 or anything. I'm just going to start, like, I never want to get hit with a 22. But if I have to stop a threat, I'm definitely not going to go like 22 is not going to be my first choice. I'm not. Sure. Yeah, I'm not looking for a 22 right necessarily. My, but I've this and this is I'm probably preaching to the choir. My my gripe with 22 is just reliability. Exactly that I too. Guess, like, the ammunition is so so finicky. Unreliable. Yeah, it's yeah. And, the, and the guns extracting, low, you know, feeding. It's just the number of loads that would even be yeah. like on the table. Is ju- right. There's just, like, so like, few. Like Ty said, though, for some reason, like, if your choices are a Browning Buckmark or a Sharpened Stick, like, I'm going to pick I'm going a buck with a Buckmark. Yeah, like, and have the shit stick for backup. Yeah, keep the stick close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stick might come uh, up later. I guess I don't want to interrupt your take. No, no, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty much what I was going to say is, like, just come and get the feel for some different stuff. Right. Figure out based on your use case, what, you know, some, some recommendations are, get like a short list, look at those, um, ask questions about different sites, whether it's optics or mm-hmm. whether it's fiber optics mm-hmm. or whether it's tritium or whether it's, you know, a three dot setup or something a little bit more simplified, um, you know, and then triggers, right? Double yeah. action, single action, Glock yeah. versus Smith and Wesson, yeah. M and P series versus the SIGs, right? They all have their pros and cons. Um, so I would say that for your first gun, you know, it's, it's important, I think, to get it right on the first gun because, uh, you're going to buy more guns at some point in time, but the first one is going to be where you kind of start to develop habits. Mm -hmm. Sure. And whatever you start to develop for habits, uh, hopefully it's something that feels natural to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's something that you're going to be able to carry with you into whatever else you shoot. So my answer is sort of it's, it's going to sound like I'm I'm counter countering what Pat just said, uh, oh, but good. not not to negate what you just said. No, uh, but I, I I I tell people don't stress about that. For some some okay. people do think that you're only going to be able to choose one gun, which I can understand. Like when you know, and for some people that is true, budget reasons or. For whatever security reasons, they only have the room to lock up one gun or whatever. They only want to be legally and morally responsible for one firearm. Like, that's a lot. You know, like, mm-hmm. it, it is a lot for, for someone dip- when they're new. We take it yeah. for granted. We, we kind of grew up with it, you know. But um, I, I generally tell people, don't stress. And, again, I'm biased. But when you come to our place, we're not going to let you make a bad choice. Like, we're not, we don't stock... Bad guns, right? Like we're, we're, we're very honest. We don't carry we're very honest. Or SCCYs we're not sky or, dealers. Right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, burst. I mean, sometimes you'll see those guns come through because they're used or whatever. Yeah. Like, they do come stuff, through, yeah. yeah I'll like, tell people, like, I will never tell you what to do personally because mm-hmm. I just don't believe in that. But if you're going a route that I professionally wouldn't recommend or I wouldn't sell to my mom, my sister, yep. my wife, like, I'll be very honest with you. Hey, this gun's okay. I understand the drive, the price points there. But what's your life worth? Like, right. like, real, like, yeah. really, really think about that. Yeah, we are pretty honest about that stuff too. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you ask to see a gun that's not very good, I'll hand it to you, but mm-hmm. I'll also hand it to you with a caveat. Yeah. Like, hey, right. 
I wouldn't carry this gun. I'm not saying sure. don't carry this sure. gun. But and like, like there's, there's a difference too, you. you know, the the couple that comes in and they're worried about their house getting broken into in the South Wedge versus uh, Alan who comes in and he wants his 40th. Yeah. Right, he's just got like, another. Okay, yeah, 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 like yeah, no yeah. big deal. Uh, but yeah, I guess when you come to a place like ours, and there's a lot of gun shops like that, you know, if you're watching this from somewhere else. But if you, if you come to a place like ours, if you kind of do your homework and you find a good shop that treats you right, you're not going to make a, a wrong choice. You might be able to make a better choice, you know, like the, the CR920 might be a better choice for you than, the, say, a Glock 19. But you're not, like, the Glock 19 is not a But that's going to be a, a choice that choice. you made generally. Yeah, sure. Nobody's going to try to push you. And those are all, like, objective. Like, I like this trigger versus that. Like, it doesn't mean that trigger's better or the other one's worse. Like, you know. Right. Uh, you will generally not make a wrong choice. So you, you kind of, what I generally tell people is you kind of just have to make the choice. And then you either live with it and you keep training. Or you kind of do the same thing. You keep training, and you like, wow, like, yeah, this Glock 19, like, I don't care for the trigger. Right. And now you have enough knowledge to say why. Right. Because in the beginning, you don't know yeah. what you don't know, and you can't articulate. There's there's an overwhelming amount of choices. It's like buying a but car at 16. That. We've put out 15 guns in front of people, and they're like, you can see it in their face. They're like, Jesus Christ, like, what do I pick? And it's like, you pick any of them. Like, you're not going to go wrong. That's kind of one of the reasons I do that. Like, that's one of the nice things about being a small shop. I just want to start, like, we don't make commission. Like, that's just one thing we don't do. So I'm never trying to sell you something based on price. But that's one of the things I love to do. I love overwhelming people almost. I put 10 handguns out. Put these in your hand. Feel them. I am your in-person shopping filter. If you don't like this because of this, you don't like that because of that, I'll start swapping things out and switching them out. I think it's very important to... That is one of the benefits of having so many rentals is... You don't need a pistol permit to hold pistols in New York State. Right. Only fire them. Mm-hmm. So you should be doing that even before you get your pistol permit. Come down, hold some guns, see what they feel like, see, ask questions. I I want you to do that. That's why we're here. We're here to seriously find the best option for you to defend you and yours. And we really do like to show people stuff at the gun mm-hmm. counter, too. It's, it's always like, I shouldn't say always, but in general, it is like kind of fun in a way. To walk somebody through that, like, that, like, initial journey of trying to figure some of these things out. Oh, yeah. And, um... Absolutely. I, I always have enjoyed it, so... Mm-hmm. Um... Mm-hmm. What else we got? We got anything? Uh... We got a, a lot of... A, a few people dropping what they carry. Nice. Help, help this, uh... Help this... I don't want to assume, but help this person, uh... Figure out good guns to look up. You know, you can always look up on the internet, and everybody's gonna have an opinion... Uh, as Pat was saying earlier, it's up to you to decide ultimately for yourself, but help this person, you know, give them, give them some like paths to look on the internet for. So drop what you carry, drop your EDC every day. Personally, I carry a shadow systems MR 920 L every day. Mm-hmm. Pat, what do you, what are you rocking? MR 920 L. MR 920 L. Okay. Nice. Glock MR 920 L. 43. Glock 43. Yeah. I, I got to get on the, the full size handgun train. Yeah, where do you carry, Pat? Are you appendix? Yeah, I always carry appendix. I can take my stuff out for you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, take it out. Oh. So, uh, Shadow Systems MR920L, Hollow Sun 507C. Um, I usually use uh, Barnes Tac XPD. That's the stuff. Uh, solid Copper Hollow Points. Uh, M3 Tactical Solutions Kydex Holster. Got a nice little uh, wedge on there. Um, my gun does have a TLR one on it, 
and uh, my optic lens is clean, despite the lack of a weekly reminder. I just cleaned mine today. I I, for, I cleaned mine today, and I didn't even send a reminder. That is one thing we used to do in the Discord, is every week I'd be like, yo, clean your optic, because it's important. <laughs> uh, and we're all well, friends, all, we look out for each other. First of all, if you're not dry firing every single day, you're as wrong as... That thing that I'm not allowed to say anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. The world is changing, Pat. The that world dump. is changing. Get that dump button. <laughs> that would be awesome because then I could <laughs> say it right. and they could read Beep. my lips, but nobody would hear it. <laughs> Some yeah. people would know. The, oh, they know. They know. I, I guess they, they do, know yeah. the thing that I say that's wrong. They do. Um, <laughs> so, anywho. Yeah, that's that's what I carry, um, and that's I would advocate for something in the Glock 19 size um, compact area if you're able to carry. Yeah. The other thing that I would say, um, to, I don't want to push back on what you said or anything, and I definitely hey. want to spend a million years on this specific topic. I've got nothing else. So sights, right? Um, one of the biggest things that messes people up with their handgun mm -hmm. is not having the sights that work with whatever they have going on as far as vision goes, right? Sure. So if you wear corrective lenses. I used to wear corrective lenses, but I had the corrective surgery, so now I, I don't wear that shit anymore. Um, but I'm getting to the age where I'm going to start needing reading glasses soon, right? Yeah. I'm what is referred to as an aged eye shooter. Actually, anybody that's over 35 years of age, just for your information... Uh, you are also in the aged eye shooter club, right? So what that <laughs> means is, yeah, well, our corneas are definitely old, right? So they're starting to degrade. We have macular degeneration starting to set in. Yeah. And what that means is we're going to start to lose either our ability to focus on something maybe close, right? We're going to become farsighted. Yeah. We're going to become nearsighted. We're going to start to need reading glasses, uh, stuff like that. So what happens is um, as shooters... It becomes more important, obviously, uh, or we become more inclined, I guess, to benefit from optical gun sights, right? Hmm. Optical gun sights, they're yeah. really easy to see um, in low light conditions. Mm -hmm. They're really easy to use in terms of maintaining a target focus when you're shooting. Sure. Uh, which helps in use of force decisions, right? Mm -hmm. Because having a little tiny two-minute-of-angle dot on my hollow sun... Uh, covers up and obscures much less of my target than, let's say, a set of iron sights yeah. on my Glock, right? Yeah. Um, also, shooting at distance is much easier with an optical gun sight. So, mm -hmm. you know, for age die shooters, people who have to shoot anything at distance or who, who think that that might become something they want to pursue or try, yeah. um, definitely helps with uh, dry fire practice. Every time that somebody wants to come in, and, you know, I end up on the conversation of dry fire. Yeah. It usually segues at some point into the use of optics. Because, and here, you guys can you guys can kind of try on your own here and let me know what you think. So, speaking of, I have a pistol here with an optic. Spin move. Go ahead and take that monkey out. Okay, yeah, you so. can't shoot him. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. So, but if you were to here, actually, let's let's talk about the earplug now, B. So I'll tell you what yeah, the yeah. earplug is going to do. So when I take and I put this earplug on top of this empty magazine and I mm -hmm. close my action, my gun is now out of battery, which means I have a dead trigger. So when I hand B this gun, he's going to be able to manipulate the trigger from front to rear. Mm -hmm. 
in a complete you know press of the trigger so you can simulate pressing the trigger pretty much as fast as you want and just see what the dot tells uh, you okay as far as like what's happening to the dot as the trigger's moving right so in terms of dry fire how much would that help you in sure. terms of just being able to diagnose what happens to the grip because now you can cue not only on what you're feeling in your hands mm -hmm. and what happens you know what sure. you're feeling when you move the trigger but also what is the sight kind of when the telling gun you goes off you kind of overwhelming obviously so it's hard to see that little well the bit dot of... starts to move right away right, right? right. so the dot is all already going to be in motion as soon mm -hmm. as the gun goes off so i'm not going to be able to see with until i've practiced many many times sure I'm not going to be able to see where the sight is when the gun goes off. Actually, mm -hmm. most people don't even know that that's what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Ty, do you have anything else? No. Um, as far as the topic we're talking about right now, no. Okay. But come back to me when we're... Okay. Because I want to... Do you care if I spend a minute on this? Dive, my friend. Awesome. Okay. So... Don't put some, like, water down? When <laughs> when we do our okay. dry okay. fire practice. Sure. No, thanks, Ty. Um, I think a lot of us spend a lot of time doing dry fire practice, which is awesome. But I don't necessarily think that we understand what's supposed to be, like, happening when we're doing our dry fire. Sure. Right? So I, I, spend a, I used to spend a lot of time doing dry fire. And, like, for example, I would set my timer. I'll give you guys a for instance. I would set my timer... And I would have whatever, like, the fastest draw time that I want to get is. I would just set my timer right to that, and I would immediately try and just go, how fast can I get the gun from here to here mm -hmm. and move the trigger? And not even pay attention necessarily to what I'm seeing. It was all about, like, how fast. That time. Right. Can yeah. I, what does the timer say? Because that's sure. what made me, that was what the score you were was chasing. making yeah. me feel kind of good, right? Uh-huh. It doesn't translate into life necessarily right until we learn how to apply it so what i had to do was i had to start focusing a little bit more on the process hmm. and a little bit more on the whole thing so when i draw my gun what am i actually doing draw drive sights press right? yeah and i have to go through all of those individual steps draw the gun join the hands drive the gun see the sights and then press the trigger but i ha in dry fire I, for a long time, I didn't make sure that the trigger press was connected to an actual sight <coughs> picture. Sure. I would just subconsciously see the gun out in front of me, see the sight, or see the, the target. Sure. I can see the gun, and I can see the target. Because there's no... There's no... With, with dry fire, there's no consequence, There's no, hit or right? miss, there's right. no feedback, Every, right? Everyone's a hit. It's always yeah. a hit. Yeah. So yeah. it makes me feel so good yeah. about how fast I yeah. can go, right? So I had to stay more focused on the process of, like... When does my hand connect to the gun? When does the gun get level? And when are my hands kind of meeting sure. up, right? So I started to kind of get more focused on the process, draw drive sights, press, making sure that the trigger press was connected to a sight picture mm -hmm. so that I was consciously making the decision to press the trigger. Then reset the trigger and press it again, right? So sure. Seeing two sight pictures for every trigger press, and then immediately having the reset trigger and ready to press again if the sights tell me what I want. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have to stay connected to all of those kind of different things. Mm -hmm. 
So as you're doing that process, that's one thing, but then it's like, what are, what does the site tell me when I move the trigger? Right. Cause I'm going to be able to see that in dry fire much more clearly than I'll be able to see it live. When you actually shoot. Right. right. Initially. Right? right. Now where that translates into live fire practice though, is when you go to the range and you start trying to prove that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Now, when you break the shot, you're actually seeing where the site was when the shot broke. And when the site comes back, because you're training your vision sure. too, sure. right? So you're training yourself to like see more stuff. It's pretty cool. And that's the other thing too in dry fire. Like you want to set up multiple targets so that when you're looking through, you're looking at the one target and you're looking at your target, but through your sights, mm-hmm. you have to have your vision open enough so that you can see everything in front of you, so that your eye is already seeing the next target. So that when you go to move the, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You've, your eye is already seeing it. Now you just got to move your focal point to that specific target. What you're saying is the real dry fire is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> so what, I'm, what I'm saying is when you're doing your dry fire, yeah, it, you have to get in the weeds. You sure. have to pay attention sure, sure, sure. to the little yeah, yeah. shit that make. I think a lot of us just get, just get lost on dry fire is practicing how to pull the trigger. Which or that's, that's how to draw wrong. the gun as fast right. as I can or how yeah, to reload. Yeah. So the other thing that I've been doing recently in dry practice um, is I've been doing a drill called the bar hop drill. Okay. So the bar hop drill is uh, on the beep, you draw the gun, you shoot two at one, one target usually. It usually it's all on one target. Mm-hmm. You shoot two on one target and then you step over a bar. Yeah, yeah. Either forward and back or left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you step over the bar and then you shoot again. And the idea is I'm shooting basically the entire time so that I'm not separating what happens when I'm shooting from what happens when I'm moving. Ah, okay. And so you incorporate first just drawing the gun, shooting two, and then moving, and then trying to put it all together. Yeah. And then you throw a reload in there. So and so now just, you're reloading as yeah. you move, and then when you get back, right? So you're having to it's like, like the gun version of the this, gun. Like, so you're just yeah. in, keep increasing the levels of complexity now. When I started doing that, I set a par time of five seconds. Okay. And at five seconds, I was able to do it really consistently, but then I started to be really specific about what am I seeing, what are my hands doing, mm-hmm. what, where am I losing time here? Why do I keep dropping magazines on the fucking floor? Like, what's sure, going on? Sure, So eventually I realized that it's faster for me to really look at the magazine, like actually... Like look, look, look and see yeah, yeah. the magazine mm. well, right? And so eventually I went from that five-second part-time down to like a three-and-a-half-second part-time. Wow. And I was able to do it really consistently, and the movement and the shooting were happening together. Yeah. But now i got to prove it in dry fire, or in live fire, rather. Sure. So now i got to go and i got to test and see if that's actually going to work, right? But we're going to increase the level of complexity now. If you guys want to get way more in the weeds on that shit, you can do it with me this coming Sunday at the pistol mechanics class that I'm going to be doing nice. here at the fire. We're going to be doing some stuff like that. Sure. Um, we might not get that complex with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're going to cool. talk about dry fire and we're going to talk about like the hows and whys yeah. of what we're training. Um, so... Um, yeah, for those nice. of you guys who are wondering what kind of stuff we're going to be working on in the pistol mechanics class, it's all of the mechanical skills related to shooting your handgun, right? Drawing the gun, reloading the gun, clearing malfunctions. Changing the um, oil. Y- Wait. 100%. Wrong kind of mechanic. 
Wrong kind of mechanics. People get that mixed up all the time. Uh, a comment that came up from our good friend Jim. Uh, somebody was talking about weight of handguns and stuff. Kind yes. of switching topics. No, absolutely. Um, and he said that just get a quality belt. Get a good belt and you can carry almost anything. Mm-hmm. And I firmly stand behind that. Yeah, um, absolutely. I carry a Cobra buckle, like a, a VTAC belt every day. It's a couple seconds to put on, but best belt I've ever had. Yeah, I wear a Lead Devil Tactical that also has uh, a Cobra buckle, and it is, like, I have to wear something that's purpose-built for carrying a gun. Yeah. Um, because I carry a bigger gun with a holster and a light and an optic, yep. and I carry a spare mag, plus a knife, and, you know, so so becomes toxic. a lot of shit. <laughs> Such a toxic. <laughs> so <laughs> You filthy male. Masculinity over here. I know. Um, so... I, let me look at my question list real quick. Do we have people still commenting about how many how many bullets they think are in here? No, that's died. Well, guess. If you haven't guessed, guess. If you haven't you'll, guessed, then you, how can you win the you'll, bullets? You'll win something. I'm going to go with my out-of-order questions Do um, because this one just fits on the topic. Yeah. How many bullets are in here? Yes. Yeah, no. Uh, sorry, I clicked off of it. Donna says... I don't carry every day. Okay. I've owned pistols for about five years. Yep. I'm just not very comfortable with it, especially when sitting in my car. Any suggestions on how to overcome that? Yeah, I would say That's that a great dry question. fire, Donna, is a really good way to just get your confidence level to where you want it to be, right? Um, because it's a free opportunity for you to interact with your gun. It's a free opportunity for you to practice those manipulations. And especially... Uh, to do it in a, a 360 degree environment, right, where you're not on the range. So when you're at the house, uh, obviously there is no downrange. Right? Sure. So um, you have to always be keeping your gun pointed in the safest possible direction. Still has to be cleared out, and all of that good stuff. Still have to get the live ammunition separate. Still have to do the trigger finger discipline thing, unless and until your gun is oriented in a direction where you accept the consequence of whatever happens when you press the trigger and mm-hmm. you have to know the status of the gun, obviously. But if those conditions are all met, then dry fire in your home is very safe and very effective way to train on all of these different manipulations. I would say that's one way. Another way is to get to the range um, or maybe compete at some point. In t- I mean, all of those things like... Uh, Did, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to downplay your answer did she mean like physically comfortable She's like not- yeah like i don't think she likes to put a gun in a holster put it on her person and carry it um yeah, I, I mean think- comfortable I, know, I guess i was gonna say i know like pat has a saying that again i i sometimes uh go against uh you have a saying that carrying a gun should be comforting not necessarily comfortable i actually stole that from clint smith just for clarity sure, on that sure, sure, sure. but yes uh, i do like that saying and yes the, and that there is there is some truth to that that uh you know, we are taking this responsibility for our safety, and it might not be, you know, a hundred percent comfortable as compared to when before you carried a firearm. Uh, but I, I will say, uh, for a lot of people, if it's not comfortable, uh, they're not going to do it. Well, it could yeah. be a belt you know. issue too. Like sure. we're talking about sure. belts, and uh, that could be part of the. I see a lot of people make this. Holster. I don't want to say mistake, but <clears throat> they go down this road of like, okay, well, this is the gun I bought, and this is the holster I bought, and this is how I have to do it. And, yeah, it sucks, it's money, but you might want to try a different holster. Right. You might want to try yeah. a different carrying position. Uh, all of our bodies are different. 
what works for you might not work for me, not work for Ty, you know, work for Josiah. Um, they pants sizing. If you're carrying inside the waistband, you may have to mm-hmm. change your pants. Mm-hmm. I will say a vehicle is probably the the top of the list. You know, survey says like where's the most uncomfortable place to carry. Seems to be the uh, hardest for most people. That to do, is yeah. difficult. A lot of people uh, will unholster, take everything out when they're you know, and I don't know like you, you probably you you might you might not unholster driving say from like you know your house to here. But if you're gonna drive to the Adirondacks, you probably would. I ha- I, don't know. I will sometimes, you know? but I I try not to, only because like not not because I think that it's super important not to. Mm-hmm. But like if I get out of the car to go take that a leak, I may forget. Yeah, yep. it, it's just as simple as I like, may forget to put my gun on. You're going to you know you're going to wherever, and okay, you you took the gun out, you stashed it wherever. And now you're where you want to be, and you want to take your firearm with you. How do you re? You How do you know, get it back it on difficult. to you? Yeah, yeah there's, yeah, yeah. there's a, a whole lot bunch of, of different objections, but I like I, to streamline. I would be, this. I would be afraid. I, I wouldn't be afraid to try new things. Maybe modify your gear slightly. You know, if it's uncomfortable because it's rubbing in some way, maybe get some like suede or, or material of some type. Like, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to modify some of your gear to to better fit your needs. Um, or uh, again, I believe the person who asked was a woman there are companies that make holsters specifically for women that might solve your issue I, and um, that's one of the things like when deborah asked that question right i'd be interested to see exactly what she's working with as far as a holster goes mm-hmm. because that it could j- simply be an issue of like yeah and i guess i i went on one definition of comfortable sure it wasn't wrong cool because that's yeah, what a lot of that's just what i heard that's one of the things way. a lot of people yeah. say is yeah. like i'm not comfortable with this gun because to mm-hmm. them it's like a venomous snake that's just sure. like waiting to bite sure. somebody yep Right, I, uh, I I can understand that. Sorry, Ty. I, I felt that same. I was raised with firearms purely from a range perspective, I would say. Purely from a, you know, it stays locked in the safe, and you take it out, and you go to the range, and you shoot it, and you enjoy it. So there are, like, rules that are never broken. Right. And, like, carrying it loaded, obviously. Like, it's loaded when I'm, re- like, I'm ready to shoot. I'm ready like, to okay, use now it. We'll now it's it. loaded, uh, and then it's not. Having yeah. it aimed at something that I don't want to shoot. <laughs> like, okay, well, almost... Almost wherever you're going to carry on your body, it's, you know, unless you stand perfectly still at a weird angle, like, right. it's going to cross, you discharges, know, it's going to keep... You're breaking that rule, bad. so it's just like you're, you know, you're, you're inherently, especially, like, I mean, I grew up with firearms in the house from when I was, like, the time of, like, 10, I would say. Uh, so from 10 till 21, so for, like, a decade, those were the rules. And then when I turned, we just didn't have handguns in my house. And then when, we, when I turned 21, it was, like, this whole new world of, of guns. So I kind of, I can emphasize with that how people feel... Somewhat uncomfortable. Well, some people have never and your heard of dry fire. Spot on. Just spend more time with it. That's right. how you will be more comfortable. Yeah. To me, yeah. I mean, like, just you know, being exposed to it's like an immersion thing, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why, like, you know, I like people to come to like a longer class sure. sometimes. Sure. Is because like I want you to be with. I want you to have your gun on you for the whole day. Mm-hmm. I want you to know sure. what that is and what that means, and sure. I want you to have it on your person and I want it to be loaded sometimes and mm-hmm. I want you to have to be responsible for unloading it and all of that stuff. I remember the first couple times we wore our armor like for a full Saturday or whatever because like you know I've locked around quite a bit with mine half hour here a couple hours there maybe if we're really messing around but yeah you wear that stuff for like a full eight, eight hours, hours nine hour day. Yeah. like oh wow holy cow like we should probably That's give our veterans we sure. should probably give our veterans better health care and VA <laughs> like we should probably <laughs> replace all of their knees like okay I get it you know why are their backs off? Uh, is it my yeah. turn? Go ahead, Ty. Jesus Christ. No, sorry. You already stole everything Wait, I was going to say. Go on. 
You have their attention. Uh, what will you do with the, it? All my links. I'm trying uh, Spotify. I'm trying to think of like, 3D printing. Spotify uh, 3D printing uh, all my links. Chat GPT. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to go back to the, the, the carrying question, I was very fortunate that I got this job my senior year of high school. And again, to, to reinforce what Brandon was saying, I learned that. You know, you, you always keep a gun pointed in a safe direction, nothing loaded until you're ready, safety's always on. And when I, this isn't an admission, but I definitely, like, sometimes wore a gun behind the counter, you know, working. Oh, and no I just got comfortable that I had the very big, I had I was very fortunate to be put in the position where I can get comfortable with a firearm before I was able to carry a firearm every day out in the public sphere. But... She alluded to, like, safeties and the guns going off, like, accidental discharges and stuff. And today's technology, it's just, it's not that common. Um, I understand people want the manual on-off safety, and I, it's not my place to tell you to go with that or not go with, go with or without that. If that's what makes you feel comfortable going with a manual safety, that physical, yes, it's on safe. If that gets you carrying to protect your life, go with that if that makes you feel good. But on the same token, that is a mechanical device, and I would argue that that doesn't make you any more safe than having a Glock that has no physical on-off safety. In my learning, basically, you tell the gun to go off. Um, the same with the same with the brakes of your car. You don't want to slam on the brakes of your car. Don't don't touch the brakes. You don't want the gun to go off. Don't touch the trigger. And if you have a safe, reliable holster. And nothing, no pens, no lipsticks, anything isn't gonna go into that trigger and pull it. I'm gonna, I'm almost every time you're you're gonna be fine. I, I've I've carried a gun for since 2017 now. Wow, it's a long time. And I've, knock on wood, I've I still I have all my blood in me from go. that incident. I was gonna say, yeah, there. <laughs> I've had incidents, things, not so much, like, <laughs> but I've never been shot <laughs> from your um, own. Yeah. So the other thing that I would say, as far as like the manual safety thing, um, she didn't. I don't know that I read specifically what sort of gun we're we're discussing is in her specific case, but I would say that you know if you were to spend some time talking to one of the guys behind the gun counter. They might be able to illustrate for you some of the safeties that are actually in your gun mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. might not actually be aware of. Um, because most of our modern firearms, they do have multiple safety mechanisms yes, built into do. them. Yes, and do. it's not necessarily something that you can look at the exterior of the frame and, and readily see, right? It's not necessarily a switch. Like it's, it's not a feel-good button right. necessarily, right? right? I always... I, I, you know, I agree with Tyler. Like he said, if... If the option is no gun or gun with a safety, okay, well, gun with a safety is better than not gun. Especially if you're training uh, with it, the manual safety is going to become very natural for you to work. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't To me, though, it to. is a lot like people that say don't carry with one in the chamber. It's just one more thing, you know, like you already have to overcome so many things. Like if, if something is happening, we get to the point, I guess just to even decide that I'm going to draw my gun. Right. So many things have to happen from that moment. I don't want to have one. There's no reason to add another thing, especially, yeah. you know, we're not talking about old, like, cult single action armies that will, if you fall and it hits the hammer, it'll go off. You right. know, like, any modern firearm has drop safeties, out of battery safeties, trigger safeties. Modern, like, you know, well built firearm. Because I, 
Do I trust SCCY or Bursa Thunders? Not really, personally. I wouldn't trust that to not just... I've had a Bursa Thunder go off in my hands without me telling it to. Um, but, like, Glock, SIGs, although there's the SIG lawsuit, so we won't talk about that. Um, Outside of catastrophic failures yes. associated with the gun, right? Um, so, yeah. But it, your, your feelings are not invalid. You, you, have not. A, you have a gun strapped to you. Things can go very, very wrong. So I don't want you to think that we're sitting up here telling you that you're you're silly for even being concerned. No, and I would um, love to have this conversation, frankly, in like person, in yeah. in like a lesson type of format but, where we could really get into the. You know, not not that you want to get to the the point of comfort where you're negligent. Yeah, uh, but yeah. It does. It does get to respect you it. Know, being being comfortable. I've told this story before. Uh, I grew up with firearms. So I don't have that level of intimidation with them. I work with them all the time. So I'm intimately familiar with Spend them. Spend 40 hours a week uh, with them. Uh, by contrast, a table saw. It is Ooh. a simple machine. Yeah. Probably as simple as or just as simple as a firearm. It's got a switch and it turns on and there's one really dangerous part. And if you don't do the thing, like if you if you don't, don't put, you don't want to have your fingers cut off, don't have them touch the blade. Right. Like it's pretty easy. That thing terrifies me though yep. and I've used it a lot I mean yeah. I've made a lot of things with a table saw that's I a good analogy like, I like that I use it they're very useful uh, but it's it every time because I don't use it like I use a table saw maybe three times a year right you know and it might, I might use it a lot in one week I might you know rip 40 sheets of plywood but but there's so I, many I won't use it again so right. it's like that thing I have a lot of respect for it like before I use it I kind of take that moment of like Okay, like, <laughs> I got him. Let's look at him. Like, I feel okay, you. you. I know? totally feel uh, you. I, I need to get one of those saw stop blades so that. It, but like, I think those still mess those? you up too. Like you'll get a cut, but I don't think I don't want to go out on a limb. And no. Say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Social. I think. I don't know if anyone's ever lost. I don't know if they would publish this fact, but you get injured, you get a little cut. I don't think you lose the limb. Like you, you'll save it. It's pretty impressive. I'll, I'll even dumb that down a little bit. I'm, I'm terrified of ladders. Like just climbing sure. up on the ladder up there. Scary. I'm just, I'm not your guy. I'm, yeah. I'm so accident prone. I am, I'm the reason your company has to have insurance. All right. Uh, so we'll go over to, thank you for that question. I really appreciate you. And yep. I just yep. want to one time say that you, your feelings are valid for being, uneasy about it's carrying a, a it's gun. It's a deadly it's, force instrument, and I'm glad that you have the respect for it to know that, I was gonna you say, know, you shouldn't get, I mean, you, you might not have that same feeling, Pat, or, or, I mean, any of us, but we have that same respect, I would say. You have, you to, have to. You really, have you know, to. Yeah. I respect as, tigers, you know. As soon as you lose right. the respect for the gun, that's when somebody's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. catastrophically hurt. Like, nope. Right. Nobody's going right. to be injured or killed as long as we're doing the four things, right? Mm-hmm. So. Andrew asks, do we have any recommendations for seracoding in the area? Stay tuned. <laughs> we do know uh, B- uh, BSH out in uh, the Macedon area. Great guy, Jose. Yeah. Uh, does fantastic work. Um, buddies with our friends over at All Star. But, uh, yeah, it's it's something that... Um, the guys at Escarpment, too, don't forget. They to. do. Yeah. The guys over in Escarpment do it. And they do a great job as well. And it's something that... Uh, like a lot of things, we've always wanted to get into it, but unless you have the right person, you know, it's not, I'm not an artist, I, I don't have those abilities. Uh, I, I have ditched that long ago. I am not a creator, I am a destroyer. <laughs> yes. I have I have long accepted yes. that. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. Uh, so, 
it was not something that like we really spearheaded, but one of the guys, uh, so like I don't want to put him out and Dapper Ghost Custom. Fun. Yeah, you know Brian, one of the one of the guys here, really got good at stippling. He's very good, and it's kind of a natural progression uh, to offer other types of customization. And he is very much an artist and uh, does great work on the stippling front. And I'm very excited to see. Um, he is going to spend a lot of time uh, practicing, obviously, yeah. on, on a lot of our stuff. So don't be surprised if a lot of the rentals have cool Cerakote patterns on them or helmets or war fighting by the United States Marine Corps. Uh, what, the whole, just everything back here is just everything this mic is just Yeah, awesome. everything. We're just back here Cerakoted. Uh, <laughs> but Sounds painful. Like we, uh, it, It's not like 100% locked down yet. But we're we're most likely uh, he's going to be going to like Cerakoting school pretty soon. It used to be like a two year wait to go there, so I reached out to them and I was like, hey, like let's get on the list. We'll see you in twenty twenty five or whatever. And they're like, no, like let's you want to come by in August? And it was like, that's actually like too soon. <laughs> Can we right. come by? <laughs> like I wasn't ready for you guys. It's embarrassing, but so yeah. Uh, at some point this year, he should be going to Cerakoting school out wow. west and. Uh, yeah, just another one of the the services that'll that'll be here at, at the firing pin, and uh, you know from from what I've heard, those guys uh, both at a, like All Star and, and at Escarpment, like they're they're swamped, and it, you know not that it, it I don't want to put them down, that it takes them a while, but they're they're busy, so they I got think, a lot of gunsmithing. I think the demand work. is there, you yeah. know. We're busy and, too. Uh, right, right, and Brian does excellent work. So I'm very excited to see Brian's busy. I know mm-hmm. he's got a lot of stipple mm-hmm. jobs mm-hmm. Uh, going. The thing that's annoying is I'm gonna have to like let him go from here because that's gonna take off. And he's, he's gonna, you know, yeah, that's gonna be his whole deal. Yeah, that's gonna be. That's all. I'm so glad that uh, things. But have, it's good. Yeah, yeah no, it's absolutely, awesome. It's awesome. absolutely. I love to see people doing what they like to do absolutely. instead of what they have to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about slide milling? Oof. So that's that's another thing that Oof. we we have the people. One of them's in this room <laughs> that knows how to do it, and it's no one behind the camera. Uh, but they, Not me. Uh, my hesitation with that is like, if we're going to do stuff, I like to do it really well. And obviously if you get like a true craftsman can do amazing things with like Harbor Freight equipment, Could, but I just don't like the idea of like, you know, it's one thing if you're a dude in his garage and you do amazing stuff with Harbor Freight equipment, I don't want to like put it out there. That, yeah, come come get your slide mill for 80 bucks or whatever, and we're back here. Even, like, something on, like, a Grizzly, which is, they're decent, but it's, like, y- you know, we're... You're not going to be able to do volume on those, and you're... Oh, well, sure. And, and yeah, it's, it's just, not that those are bad machines. I'm not a machinist. I really have no room to talk. But, you know, we're not at that point where we're going to buy, like, a $50,000, like, a Bridgeport or something, like what you deserve, right? What the people deserve. Uh, but I'm also, I'm just hesitant on buying like the cheap ones. So we're, yeah. we're stuck in this, in this limbo stage. A lot of people buy more guns. us to buy like the ghost gunner. And that's, it's, you know, I'm kind of in that same camp. Like if I'm a dude who, you know, like say a dude like you who just, I like, own a lot of guns. I have a lot of friends that own a lot of guns. And it's just like, it's cool. I can do this. I as, can, like a little side have some work for it. There, yeah. But like, I'm not going to hang my hat and be like, proud of that work i'll say right so uh eventually it will happen um but that'll be part of probably like a bigger effort i'll say but i do want to do it 
Um, and, you know, we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Machine, like, threading uh, barrels. It would be cool to get into... Tapping, it like, would be cool yeah. to get into more gunsmithing stuff. I have the education for it, mm -hmm. and we could probably do more stuff than what we do mm -hmm. if we had the equipment and right. if we had the... Just a chicken and egg type of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Interesting conversation. Um, what are we giving away? <sighs> Winner's choice of this bag full of kind of not one of everything, but there's a bag here with a lot of goodies of all of the military surplus or 20 rounds of 5.56. Five, Obviously, you got to be 18 or older to have the ammo, and we'd have to get some... Uh, I don't know if I give the ammo away. Do I have to record their uh, information? They didn't buy it. It's an interesting question. But obviously with New York State's law, I'm probably going to have to collect your info. Probably. Where you work, where you live. Uh, New York sucks. Uh, phone number and stuff like that. So 20 rounds or this bag of goodies, which is probably worth like 20 bucks. Actually, probably a little bit more. If I'm selling these at 5 bucks each, there's like... Six things in here. There's a lot of pouches so, in there. Yeah, some cool stuff. So, uh, who won? Did you did you pick a winner? Yeah. Did someone guessed um, correctly. Somebody got the closest we had. Um, How do you know? I didn't tell you. Yeah, you did. You told me 382 at the beginning. Uh, Joe C. Uh, I'll try to remember to reach out to you on Facebook tomorrow. <laughs> I forgot the last guy. He had to message me. Sorry. Um, he guessed cool. 379. That's close. 382. Yeah, closest without going um, over. And okay. We can pull these out right now. I'm not going to, but there is 382 in there. Cam and I, we were like waiting for the live stream to start. And I was like, fucking Cam was supposed to get this thing ready for me. And he never did. And Cam's out there like 301, 302, 303. <laughs> and he's like counting these things. And I go out there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, God damn it. We got to count these. So I'm sitting there and I'm counting them. And then I'm like, we're both really dumb. Because who's calling? Like, who would know? I can see there's 268 in there. You don't know. You're not going to look. No idea. There's no one to call us on You can that. just write down but a random number on the thing. Scout's honor, there are 300. He is an Eagle Scout, so you know that's true. That's like a legal. He can't problem. even. Yeah, yeah he can't that's lie. True. I'll take all of his toad and chips. <gasps> you know, I don't think you can do that. Bet. <laughs> um, what else we got? We got anything else we should talk about? Freedom Weekend, uh. June 10th and 11th. Oh, shit. We got a hell of a freedom weekend plan, guys. If you're not there, so you're cool. super how square. How watching us? Do we have some people still? It's like 30. It's pretty cool. It's pretty we cool. dropped down from 40. Yeah, once, once we give the thing away, I know that happens. Yeah, but, people hate us. Uh, freedom weekend. Like, also, we've been here for 90 minutes. It's going to be nuts. Freedom weekend is going to be absolutely insane this year. We're going to have, like, all the normal stuff that you know and you love. There's going to be, like... Sorry, guys. We're going to be, like, mosh pitting at night. There's going to be fireworks. There's going to be... Literally mosh pitting at literally, night. Literally, like... National gun rights groups, FPC, like boots on the ground, like they are coming to Freedom Weekend. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Someone in Discord today asked about the latest in lawsuits, and that's something they're really going to try to uh, talk about. Tyler and I were working on a schedule for Freedom Weekend so that you'll know when things are happening because there's so much. There's so much happening this Gotta year. Pack it all. That, yeah, we need to like. Okay, you're going to want to like come for this. Go home, take a nap. Like come back, check this part out. You know what we should uh, do. Have a nap space? No. Put up a tent or whatever? We should get, for the skirmix, I'm going to be a sponsor over there. Yeah. I'm sponsoring one of the things. I should come, and we should set up, like, a yoke. Yeah. And get, like, a sandbag. That'd be cool. And, like, depending on what division you're in, mm -hmm. you can, like, choose. So the sandbag could weigh 
for ladies will have sure. a unit, right? And then for the no masters division, huh? But there's no difference. Keep going. And then we'll have yeah, <laughs> just right. stay by that. Yeah. And then we'll have <laughs> the elite division, which will have a very heavy sandbag. Sure. And we'll have like a contest for whoever can do like the most sandbag oh, like up over, over the thing, thing. and then you have to yeah, jump yeah. over and then you have to do burpees so this is brilliant because one of the things it's on the schedule already we'll give uh, you like five minutes i didn't i didn't ask you ahead of time but i put it on the schedule uh we're hoping to have some type of tactical games like a demo so that would be cool you could do that like all day have people come up and try you know hey the best one was a guy got 20 of these right like in five minutes Dude, or whatever i'm yeah. there smoking people's uh, bags all day long right i think it'd be really cool to set up we were actually talking about maybe even i think it'd be funny what I thought we would be, what we would, what we would do, we do it outside. We get some blanks, right? So you do a demo using five, five, six blanks, so yeah, that yeah. we don't have to worry about hot range or any of that kind sure. of stuff. But you can come out, you can do all the physical stuff, you can show us, and we'll set up some steel targets, and then we'll have like Cam downrange with a hammer for hits. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah, like bang, 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 ping, ping, ping. You better be, <laughs> better be, be fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My split time is better than that, Cam. Right. You know. Yeah, we got to uh, make sure it syncs up. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're gonna have a, a schedule posted this year so that you'll know when things are happening because yep. there's there's so much happening. You, you, we literally have to publish like a schedule. People uh, will, and yeah. it's it's filled. We we are very uh, fortunate. We've got a lot of things happening. We're gonna have uh, like I said speeches from uh, national gun rights groups, uh, from lawyers, from local uh, former college athletes like Dwayne Whitmer. We're going to have a lot of stuff uh, going down. It's going to be a hell of a Freedom Weekend. So, I'm, I'm yeah, Freedom Weekend is amazing. It's a great event. I'm very excited now because I, I actually have something to do. And right. Like, I'm actually going to be like... Go. Able to participate in a it. in a fun way and make you guys suffer a little bit. Bars put back up yeah, we should totally do that. You just have those, you know what I mean, set up too. Just, like that would actually be a good yeah, because then we wouldn't even need a yoke. Well, you could just put up lower the the pull oh, bar, sure. right? There you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't have yeah. to do anything. An earth down competition. Brilliant. Um, so then, um, skirmish on the 25th of June. Or Jesus, I'm sorry. 25th of March. Coming up. That's, yeah, next Saturday. Not this coming Saturday, but next Saturday. That's going to be at Escarpment Arms, 8 a.m. on 25 June. Um, we don't have that many signups as of right now. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed. I think some people are scared to get cold or something like that. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, first of all, the tagline for the tactical games is no off season, right? And we do happen to live in Western New York. It's true. Where, it's true. I don't know if you guys We know, have seasons. But we have seasons. Some of them suck. Most of them suck, actually. <laughs> so you should be out there. Yeah. Right. You should be out there getting kicked in the dick in March, just like you would be. Unless you don't have one. Or what. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But come out <laughs> on. <laughs> Come out on the 25th, um, and for any of you guys that are, like, friends of the store, or I'll just say, if you have my phone number and you want to uh, come out for the skirmish, uh, shoot me a text. We will uh, make sure. Man. His phone number is 585. That truck stop bathroom is going to get. Yeah, so, guys. The number is posted everywhere now. He'll know. Yeah. I made a crucial mistake. What'd you do? Uh-oh. I think I'm gonna have to be stoned to death. You like just getting um, right up in that mic, don't you? It's just so. It just feels so Smart nice. To put his mouth on it. I'm gonna have to be stoned to death, and if I were to be stoned to death, I really want this to be live streamed because that's 
I'm doing this for you guys. I feel like that would be like the honorable thing to do. I made a mistake. Was it prostitution? Did someone no. actually guess the right yeah, answer? Yeah, somebody guessed the right answer. Oh, no. Joe, I'm so sorry. Oof. You did not win. The issue Ooh, is won. Facebook prevents me from scrolling back to see previous answers, and I don't know how I missed this one, and I'm sorry. Don't hate me. But uh, Donna... The lady who asked us about the EDC. Nice! One. Well, now you'll have all sorts of EDC pouches. Confirmed by my grandmother, who went back. So I, I trust nice. I trust Jamma implicitly. Yeah, Marianne um, would yeah. never. So, uh, Donna, I would recommend then taking one of these pouches and EDCing in that. And then, <laughs> the packs are kind of coming back in. The kids wear them up, up here nowadays, like across their... What do you call that? Is it still a fanny pack? Uh, we call that faucet failure. I, no, no. It's got the, drip. They, you know what I'm, you, you know what I'm talking about? It's like about. a bandolier. They do wear it like a bandolier. Yeah. Sean and Evan know what I'm talking about. They do, for sure. Because they're cool. Have you ever seen them out of the house with one of those? They mm. don't do that. No, they're not satchel they would kids. Make fun of those. Would is, you, that, is it a satchel? Yeah, they don't. Would you, would, you, would you mollywop your kid if they walked out of the you house know, with the that? The other day, I was what? watching something with April, and I was like, that dude's carrying a purse. And she was like, she was like, that's a satchel. And I was like, that's a fucking purse. Like, stop. <laughs> that is a per Stop it. It's a purse. Put that shit away. Molly whopping? Is that some kind molly of wop. northern Pennsylvania? Dude, slang? you know what a molly wop is? Never. All right, bro. Oh, I'll show you later. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> it's like a really intense, just like one hit KO. Just All right. Um, molly wop. Guys, I don't know if you know what's past my bedtime. I got to go. But my, my print isn't finished yet. I've got 10 more, 20 more minutes on my print. Do you really? Probably. <laughs> 20 more minutes on your... I don't know. I'm 3D printing stuff, dude. Yeah, we have a 3D printer now. We've been having fun with a 3D printer. We're turning into a whole 3D printing lab. So we're going to keep these poor people just captive? Yeah. While you 3D Let's do a 24-hour stream one day. Stream is just <laughs> Can we do that? Can we do a 24-hour stream? <laughs> it's just... We're just trashed. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> and we got... Uh, <laughs> oh, we got uh, leave us a comment. We're going to close the stream out here, but leave us a comment and we'll read them in the morning. Uh, I think Cam suggested doing a like Jeopardy-style uh, stream where we get the employees to come out here and we ask them questions. We, uh, it would be fun to have like more of the staff on this stream. Yeah. So. Yeah, we should make them come on sometimes. I can. Yeah. I, I can force you can them do that, that, I would think. Yeah. We have a lot of other questions that we're going to have to ask later on about, like, maybe if we wanted to come up with a name for the stream, what should we call the stream? Oh, um, yeah. Isn't it called the Firing Pin Live stream? That's what I... I like the Firing Pin Live, I, but... I, I, I don't know. I brought it up. I don't sign the checks. Like, maybe, maybe we keep this... But it would be cool if we had just like a sh like a, I don't know some type of show that was named for Spotify. Like, you know, yeah, or like I don't know when they're all I'm called the, the live stream, or maybe like each episode is named. I, I guess we kind of do do that, but yeah, I, don't know. I think if we had to come up with a name for each one, that could get weird because eventually <laughs> they're just going to be named like I don't know. Sure, Pat right. dropped well, his keys maybe, on the floor they, or some they, shit. They could know. get they could get weird. Um, do you have any other uh, interesting? I don't usually believe in second place prizes. You don't. You don't get a participation trophy, but because I made the mistake. I was going to say. I think just because you lied to Joe. Yeah, he he's going to get something. He's sure. he's not going to get a full kit, but I'll let him pick a thing just or two you, out. You can pick one thing um, from this shelf. Just you're over yeah, here. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Getting I, Joe all excited. I'm going to lose sleep probably tonight, tomorrow, and sat and Saturday. You really should. Um, Joe's a good. You should dude. feel bad about it. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. All right, guys. Stay beautiful. I love you guys. Later, Thank taters. you so much for watching.